Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. My name is Danny. I am your host and I am your resource for fitness, food, and travel. Today, I'm super excited. It's episode 44 and we are going to talk all about chiropractic care, why you should bother working with a chiropractor and how you can incorporate that into your healthy lifestyle and even while you're on the go and while you're traveling. But first, I want to make a quick announcement. This Saturday, July 14th from 11 to 1230, I'm hosting a nutrition workshop and seminar at Sleek Physique Boutique Fitness Gym in Shreveport, Louisiana. So if you're local or you're close and you want to pop in for that, there will be a protein meal provided. There will be some fun snacks, some fun giveaways. It's $30 for members of Sleek Physique or if you are a client of mine, that price stands for you as well. $45 for non-members or non-clients that just want to come and get kind of integrated with some basics of nutrition. I will be covering a lot of different details on the different phases of dieting. So your pre-diet phase, your during your diet phase, and then your post-diet phase, which is arguably the most important phase that you should consider when you are starting out on a diet or in a caloric deficit. And then we'll also be going over how to read a nutrition fact label, how to kind of go through your macronutrients for that, and then how to use a digital food scale, how to measure out, how to kind of go over portion control and serving sizes. And then I have a special guest speaker who will be discussing water and hydration and the ins and outs of that, what kind is best for you, how much you should have. That will be Dr. Karen Pendleton. I'm super excited. She's been on this podcast before. She was my first interview guest here. So I'm really excited. We'll probably do a podcast in the future on water only because it's such a topic that could be just covered for hours probably. Anyway, she is our guest speaker. So I'll be talking and interacting with everybody for about an hour and then she'll have about 30 minutes to do whatever she needs to do. And she's got a really cool water demonstration. that's going to be fun just, um, you know, for everybody to see and kind of to get an idea for just the different types of water that really exist out there and which ones really are better for you or worse for you. So I'm going to wrap this up and jump right into the episode. So I just want to let y'all know that is out there. And if you are interested, send me a message here or through my email, danny at the dietdoc.com, or you can reach me through my website, fitnessempowermentbydanny.com. Again, all those links will be in the show notes below. Into the episode we go. Okay, just a tad bit of information about Dr. Kim before we jump into this interview. Just so y'all know, she is incredibly well-educated, incredibly loving, incredibly passionate. Like, she just has a fire within her to make sure that she puts out the best love and care 
for her patients is possible. So she's got her Bachelor of Science in Chemistry. She's a Doctor of Chiropractic, her Bachelor of Science in Health and Wellness, and Bachelor of Science in Anatomy. So she's got a little bit of everything going on. She's very hands-on, very drug-free. She got into chiropractic care because she was in a very bad accident when she was younger and she had a lot of migraine headaches, she had a metal rod in her leg, and she was in a lot of pain. And so naturally when you're in pain, you, you go to the doctor and you want something to be done about it. And between some of the different doctors she saw, she wasn't getting the care she knew she wanted and needed from a medical perspective. They, they just couldn't do enough for her. So she wanted to take a different, more holistic route. And so that brought her about into the chiropractic world. And that's where she is today. She adjusts joints and adjust things that you wouldn't normally think you could adjust. For example, she can adjust your ears. She can adjust you so that you can better use the bathroom. And you guys know I don't like talking about, you know, bodily functions, but like, if you can't go and you need some assistance with digestion, maybe you need to go see a chiropractor, or maybe you will after this episode. But there are some amazing things that chiropractors can do, and if you're not aware of them, and if you need somebody to tell it to you straight, Dr. Kim is the person to see. So I'm really excited to share this episode with you. We're gonna start off with a speed round and then really go into her background and why why we should care about chiropractic care and how she helps people to get out of pain so that they can get back to their normal life. All right, hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. My name is Danny. I am your host and I'm super excited to be here with Dr. Kimberly Woods as my special guest today, all the way chiropractic care and um, thank you for being here. Actually, I'm here, so. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yes, you are here. Yes, awesome. So we're going to dive into all things um, chiropractic care, healthcare in general and how to live just an overall healthy and fit lifestyle and learn about why we should care about chiropractic care and who it's for, maybe who it's not for, if that's ever the case. <laughs> but first, we're going to start off with a quick speed round so that y'all can get to know Dr. Kim a little bit better. So we're going to dive right into that, if that's okay. Sounds good. Great. So first of all, where are you from? I grew up in Ruston, Louisiana, so not far from here. Okay. And then, so where are you now? I'm in Bossier City. Bossier I actually live City. in Bossier, yes. Awesome. So that's, for those of you who aren't aware of where that is, this is all Northwest Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. And um, what do you do? <laughs> what do I do? Well, I'm a chiropractor, and I, I love on patients all day. That's what I do. Amazing. I, when you have the word love in what you do, I mean, is there a better job? <laughs> I can't really think of one, no. Awesome, awesome. And what's your favorite hobby outside of work? Um, anything to do, anything I'm doing with my fiance is my favorite. Like, I really like spending time with him. He's really fun. That's but, like um, a really good indicator. Yeah, he's, like I really enjoy being around him. So yeah, that's my he's my favorite he's my favorite thing to do. But um, reading if I'm not like just if we're not like actively doing something, I love to read. Ah, what are you reading right now? Um, start with why is one of the things I've heard. It's really good. It's really good. So I'm reading a business book, and then I'm reading um some supernatural type like really like angel angels and demons kind of like books so a fiction, fiction. so you have a, mm -hmm. a, a business and then a fiction to kind of alternate yes i don't read just business all the time i'd go crazy that's good i i'm all about business right now and but i found that like there are some that are more more business and like i have to be in a business mindset and then there's some that are more fun like right now i'm reading the four hour work week yeah and and that one's more fun i'll read it for like 30 minutes yeah. before i go to bed and it kind of just like sparks imagination so um, read Hug Your Customers. That one's fun, too. Hug Your Customers. Yes. Hug I will your add customers. that to my it's list. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, favorite vacation spot? Um, I 
I like like mountains and climbing and being outside. So my favorite place that I've ever been, we um, I hiked into a place in Cashiers, North Carolina. Okay. Like we hiked into a waterfall. It was like a Ooh. hike, like a three mile hike in and a three mile hike out, and it was that absolutely amazing. amazing. It was amazing. Oh, God's wow. God's creation is the most is the most fun thing. Yes. Oh, cool. I have to add that to the bucket list yeah, too. It's fun. <laughs> favorite food. My fa- okay, so this is crazy, but my, one of my favorite things to eat is gummy bears. I'm not going to lie. Ooh. Like, I, it's terrible for you. It is completely non-healthy, but I love gummy bears. Speaking of gummy bears, Whole Foods has a gummy bear t- that I saw the other day, and I've tried them. They're really good, and they're super high fiber. I don't know if you've seen them, but they're like 28 grams of fiber. Okay, and I'm, I'm low in with sugar this. or almost no sugar. I don't even know how they do it. They're so good. Okay, so they're, you like gummy bears, too. I love gummy bears. you got to try them. They're by the little checkout counter where you can get coffee. Okay, I'll check that out because I'm all about high fiber, so that's good. I'll send you a picture of it later. Okay. I'm sure I'll be there today. Um, all right. Favorite type of exercise? Um, is there? Do we have to have a favorite type of exercise? I'm kidding. No, um, I actually go and do cardio. That's um, that's the thing I go and do. My favorite, that's probably, like I like kiking, so oh, I like cool. doing things so that are outdoorsy stuff. kind yeah. of things, not necessarily exercise, but I do exercise. I, go I, three I times totally a week. consider yeah. that exercise. Yeah. I don't imagine you have time to kayak three no, times a week. No, I'm not kayaking week, three but... times a week. Three times a week, I'm like in the gym <laughs> doing cardio. And then I'm, you know, super active at my job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet working on people yeah. all day, that is a workout. Yeah. In that's itself. A, yeah. In itself is a workout. So yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. What is exciting in your business right now? What is exciting in my business? We're, you know, we're in a growth stage always. Uh-huh. Uh, we just won, uh, we were just honorees for the small business of the Smallest owner of the year for the minority business owner. So that was pretty, that's pretty exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. And biggest influence in your life right now? Um, really and truthfully, um, I'm getting back to Jesus. Like I've always been, I, I'm like, I follow Jesus. I talk about him all the time, but really truthfully, like me really doing what I need to do as far as praying every day and doing that. like a prayer journal and doing my devotionals and making sure I'm reading scripture. I mean, really, truthfully, that's where my focus is right now. And that's the biggest influence. That's amazing. And it's, that's hard to get into. It really is. But you feel so at peace when you start mm-hmm. to get into some sort of a routine. Mm-hmm. I've recently started journaling again. Yeah. And kind of, I keep hearing from other entrepreneurs, like, do your morning pages. Start off your day with writing. Don't look at your phone first. And it makes such a big difference. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Because I don't ever forget him. Mm-hmm. And I constantly have a worship song in my mind or something like that. I never forget. But really, truthfully, focusing on him and his desires for me is where that's the big. So really, I'm paying attention to what he wants for me. And that's the biggest influence right now. Awesome. Hopefully forever. That's the goal. Like, like yes. Lord, set me on fire so that it's just every day forever <laughs> for the rest of my life. I'm just on fire for you. Works for me. Yeah. Works for him. So what is the best part in a nutshell about your job right now? The, the, seriously, the best part about my job is um, helping people get out of pain so they can get back to life. Like life's to, important. Like, like get back to life. Like get sleep. Back to life. Like I have, a, I have a patient, a new patient, and she she came in and she told me it was so uh, so heartbreaking for me. Like I wake up every night crying. I'm in so much pain, and oh. I saw her twice. Like she's been adjusted by me twice, mm-hmm. and she's been to another chiropractor. He and I have different specialties. He's a great chiropractor, but he and I have different specialties. And um, she said, she came to me twice and literally, she goes, you're going to be happy to hear that in four days I have not woken up one time crying. Oh my so God. she's still in pain, but she's not crying. And I'm like, wait, hold Doesn't on. Doesn't that make you want to cry? Oh, like? it does. I'm like, wait, did you? How amazing is that? And then like, there's no lady. She came in. I was like, this woman right here. She, she was like, I've got to tell you something. I'm so excited. I'm like, okay. I'm like, she her, her, her child's about to have a baby, something like that. She's like, 
I have been able to go to the bathroom for three days in a row now. She couldn't. She was constipated. And I'm like, going, yes. Oh, so, so chiropractic really care can help with digestion and constipation. It, it, yes. Oh, my God. It can help. Did you know that? You guys listening, did you all know that? I didn't know that. That's amazing. Right. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So let's let's <laughs> – we're got to come back to this part of the topic, but let's dive into a little bit of your background, like – well, so first of all, we met a couple months ago through mm-hmm. our polka dot powerhouse networking group, and I can't even say how many good things that have come out of that just from just from pushing myself to get out into the community and meet more people who have different specialties than me in the health and wellness career fields and in other career fields. Um, but we ended up having coffee about what a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks, weeks, yeah, yeah, and and we we probably could have talked for like three or four hours without oh, yeah. <laughs> without losing steam. It was like we had to cut it off. We did, yeah. <laughs> Um, but how did you get into chiropractic care? Like what has made you so passionate about wanting to help people get, you know, feel good and be able to get back into their lives? Okay. So the reason I'm a chiropractor is I used to have migraine headaches Okay. and I, and I have a rod in my leg. I still have a rod. I don't usually have migraine headaches, <laughs> but that being said, I had pain every day because yes. I broke my leg rollerblading in like 2001 and I had pain every day for, from then on. Wow. So I went to see a... A doctor to get the rod taken out like a surgeon to get the mm-hmm. rod taken out and um, long story short like I don't want to talk bad about any medical professional but I was just like okay this guy right here is a no he was like there's nothing I can do for you I'm like well you don't understand like I'm in pain every day he's like what's well, not medically necessary now as a doctor I understand what that means oh, that as a cringe. patient you don't understand what that means so nonetheless I'm over in the meantime I'm seeing my my now partner mm-hmm. he is my chiropractor yeah. And so I'm seeing him for chiropractic okay. care. Yeah, I was curious who works on you. So you're yeah, so, okay. Yeah, cool. he and I work on each other. But um, so he and I, he was already my chiropractor. And about a month in, I'm, I was a terrible patient. About a month in, <laughs> I came and I went to the report of findings. And that's where he told us what chiropractic really did. And so the thing that really stood out to me as far as like, first of all, chiropractors are drug free. We never write prescriptions. And we're hands on. So we put our hands on you uh-huh. to make changes in the, in the joint. So we can adjust any joint mm-hmm. in your body, including your ears, which I do on occasion. Yeah, Ear you, adjustments. Yes, for your sinuses. It'll make I learn your, something new every time we talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so I can adjust your, your ears, and that will make your sinuses drain. So there's so many things that we do that no one even knows. But that being said, long story short, I heard, this is what I heard him say. Um, first of all, the United States is number 37 in healthcare. That was then. Now it's 38. Oh. Um, Shreveport, well, first of all, Louisiana is always in the bottom of health. Like, we're so, working on it. We're going to get it. We're higher. working on it. But it's like 49 <laughs> or 50. It's either Louisiana or Mississippi. We're fighting for time to see who's the worst in health care. That's not a battle I want to fight for. No, we want to be first, but we're not. And then Shreveport, Louisiana was the sickest, second sickest city in the state of Louisiana. Ugh, and I was like, us. I was like, that's terrible. And then, and then we have one of the top 100 hospitals in the nation. And I'm like, how are we so sick? And yet we have one of the top 100 hospitals in the nation. Yeah, that's weird. Like, does it make sense it to you? It does not make It did sense not make sense to me. I finally figured it out. Well, of course we have one of the top 100 hospitals in the nation. We're the sick, one of the sickest cities in the whole nation. So if you're oh. sick, you're going to the hospital. Okay, okay. <laughs> and so, well, of course, it. you have to have, you have <laughs> to be one of the top 100 hospitals if you have that many sick people walking through your doors. Right. So, but anyway, mm-hmm. that was the thing that I was like, oh, that's terrible. I've got to help helm with these people like literally my heart was I'm coming back to Shreveport and I'm going to help Dr. Jason who's my partner with these pay with these people in Shreveport because they're they're really sick and they need help oh my gosh so that's where the passion comes from it's just okay. like oh my gosh we have all these really sick people who's going to help them 
and they don't even know what chiropractors do. So, they don't know. All so let's them. break that down then. Like, what does a chiropractor do? Where's your specialty? And how do you differ from, like, say, a physical therapist and a massage therapist? Okay, so what a chiropractor... That's a loaded question. It's a very, it's a very <laughs> loaded question. Um, first of all, I love my PTs, but what does a chiropractor do? So what we really, truly do is we remove interference from the nervous system. That is really what we do. Like, all of us all day long. Mm-hmm. Now, the effect of removing interference with the nervous system is you get fewer headaches, fewer back pain, you know, neck pain goes away, digestive issues improve, kidney function can improve. I mean, think about it. I have people who literally could not get pregnant, so reproductive things. I have I've had patients come back to me like they're they've had babies because I adjusted them. So that's that turns so cool. on so it turns on the reproductive system. But what we really truly are doing is removing interference of the nervous system and it only takes the weight of a dime to put pressure on the nerve so if you remove the weight of a dime mm-hmm. your body will start to heal itself so really i move the joint bone and the body heals itself period like i'm not doing it mm-hmm. your body's your internal stuff your nervous system is really smart it created you right it's what's healing you not me but can somebody do that create that movement on their own or they need somebody to externally do that you need somebody to actually you can, if i told you and you know where this is if i told you to move t1 in your body like just move it independently I, you can't do it right like i don't think that's it's not possible have to cre- i'm trying to think like can i create some kind of crazy contraption to move my body on it no it's not gonna work <laughs> it's not gonna work it doesn't work that way like you move your fingers and things like that but your spine's not made to move that way now it moves in conjunction as you move that's the way mm-hmm. we're supposed to move but you can't move that individually and so we take x-rays and i see where the individual movements need to happen plus i can feel them at this point i can feel a hair in a phone book but that takes a lot of expertise it takes a lot of yeah you, it takes practice <laughs> but that being said what difference what's the difference between pts and massage between us and pt and massage so pts i love my physical therapist um they work on the muscle so the muscle gets Basically, a stretch reflex is what causes the muscle to move, and a stretch reflex is, is controlled by the nervous system. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. So they're working on the muscles, not the nerves. That's okay. That's a huge and, and very simple distinction. It's like very, yeah, I'm not gonna make, I'm not going to make this complicated. Yeah. They work on muscles. Mm-hmm. They strengthen muscles, rehab muscles, do whatever they need to do to muscles in order to make the muscles function at a higher level. Mm-hmm. I'm working on the nervous system to make your nervous system function at a higher level. We do very different things. But if you put us together, which I use, I have a PT or two that I do business with. Mm-hmm. When you put us together, it does great things for the human body. It does great things for the patient. So when you put the two together, mm-hmm. I mean, I do a little bit with the muscles. They do a little bit with the nerves. Right. But I'm focusing on nerves and they're focusing on muscles. And so they are literally rehabbing and things like that. That's what they do Mm -hmm. in all areas of your your body. Um, Massage therapists, I love massage therapists, but they're not, they're they're literally releasing tension, releasing trigger points and things like that, which again is something that we all can do. Right. But that's what they do. And so really like it's a more concentrated, okay, this feels great. Mm-hmm. And it, but they're not doing as much rehab. They do a little bit of rehab, but they're not strengthening. Okay. So it's like a physical therapist is going to strengthen muscles. The massage therapist is going to help release muscles so that they actually. Oh, that's a really cool way to look at it: release versus strengthen. Yes. Oh, I like that distinction. So basically, we're all three mm-hmm. work really well in conjunction. Mm-hmm. But we've all because we all do very different things. Gotcha. But if the muscles are relaxed. Then, it, then most of the time a chiropractic adjustment is easier. Now, some people get inflamed after a massage, so it's not always the same. Some people need to get massage after their adjustment. Yeah. It really depends on the person. 
Um, but you know, but if but if a massage therapist is working and a chiropractor is working or a chiropractor is working and the PT is working and we're all working together to make someone well, it's a whole body, a whole. And that's the other thing. From my experience, all three of us are whole body, whole body, holistic. Mm-hmm. We're not just like focusing on one thing. Right now, physical therapists they will like if you're going in for a shoulder, they're going to just work on the shoulder. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they can't kind of a do. Doctor has pushed you there. Yeah, whatever. For. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because you'll go in for a massage and they'll say, well, what areas do you mm-hmm. want me to work on? But they work on everything. They mm-hmm. might work on one area for 20 minutes versus 15, yeah. but okay. But in in our office, now here's the thing. There are chiropractors who only adjust the one area. We don't just adjust the one area. Right. Y'all we're, really we're have a, that whole body, whole body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so in, in your own office, do you have a different specialty with your partner? He and I are about to, we do the same things. Like okay. our goal is to um, basically restore balance, restore, restore homeostasis of the body, basically form, you know, form function, mm-hmm. health equals function equals performance. Okay. So we really want you to um, get back in alignment. But we're trying to like not just make you feel better because you can go to the chiropractor and get adjusted mm-hmm. and you'll feel better. Right. But that being said, like, me personally, we actually try to correct the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, at least tr- try to correct it or get it going back towards correction, so that way it's not going to come back. Okay. And then you want to maintain health too, just like you know. Right, going to the gym. Just going to the gym. Healthy food. Eating your food, brushing your teeth. Gosh, it's that kind of necessary, huh? Yes. <laughs> so, if a doctor has not sent you a patient, what are some of these things? that people are looking for? Like, what are these indicators that they should notice at home and say, oh, I should probably go see a chiropractor if I'm feeling X, Y, Z? Well, the most basic things are I have headaches or my neck hurts or I can't turn my head or, you know, I have chest pain um, Mm. or my low back is hurting or I have pain running. Like, people don't realize that sciatica is something I treat on a a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Like sciatica. Yeah. They don't understand that sciatica is something that we treat. Um, Any kind of pain down the legs coming from the back even like surprisingly enough um knee pain and foot pain a lot of times comes from low back it's your you're, you're out of alignment it makes sense to me but it might not make sense it to doesn't everybody. make sense to a lot of people but it, yeah. if you're out of alignment in your low back your mm-hmm. sacrum is your foundation so if that's out of alignment everything's going to be out of alignment below that and above it because it's your foundation mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying so if you have a problem in your sacral area or in your hips you're going to have a problem in your neck or somewhere else along your spine it's just pretty much guaranteed yeah you may not know it but that doesn't mean it's not there. It's one of those things like you don't know and you don't know what you don't know and then you don't know until you know. Mm-hmm. Like when I've, I've gotten trigger point therapy before, I think I told you this before, mm-hmm. in like my jaw and in my neck. And it was so crazy that they would hit on, they would touch my, my head in certain areas and my neck in certain areas. And like I would feel that pain in the opposite. Like I'd feel from my head back in my shoulders and back into my neck. And like you just don't realize those things are connected until somebody forces you to feel that they're connected. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, all these things need help. <laughs> right. So, what, 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 I'm sorry. No, we answered that question, I think. Okay. What What does a, like if a client is first coming to you, what, what's a typical run through? You don't just throw them on the table. Like oh, there's, no. a, there's a procedure. How do you work your way up to that? What's all entailed? Well, you know, much like every other doctor's office, we have paperwork galore, so you have to fill out this mm, novel. I tell people naturally. I'm so sorry that you have to fill out this novel, but we actually need all this information. It's one mm-hmm. of those things that we need. Um, so you fill out a bunch of paperwork, but normally you bring that with you these days. Um, you're going to go back. We're going to do a myovision scan, and people are like, what is that? Is it hurt? Like, Nothing in this office should hurt. 
So we basically are going to measure the tonicity of your muscles so I can see how your how your spine is responding to, how your muscles are responding to what's going on with your spine. Mm-hmm. So we measure that. And then we take x-rays because to not see is to guess in this office. And I don't, don't want to guess. guess. Yeah. Yeah, like I literally want to see because we're trying to correct problems. So mm-hmm. I need to see what's causing the problem to correct the problem. That like, makes so much sense to me because in the same way with, you know, working on nutrition with people, People say, or they ask me, like, well, what are you eating? Or what should I eat? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I need to see what you're actually eating first. I need you to track it in some way first so that I understand where our starting point is. So you need to understand their starting point, which is why an x-ray is perfect. <laughs> yeah, so we take an x-ray. And then um, after that, I'm going to look at them with you. I'm going to show you what I see. And now, on your next visit, I'll have drawn on them so you can see what they look like compared to normal. Because most That's of the time, cool. I'm showing you something, you're like... You've never seen it before. What is this? Yeah. But I mean, I can at least be like, listen, do you see, like I'm pointing. Do you see that these are out of alignment? Do you see this right here? Does this look normal to you? Because I have normal on the wall. Mm-hmm. And so um, <laughs> the answer is always no. So you have an idea of what's actually going on with you. And so, and I listen to my people. Like mm-hmm. I listen. I really want to know like what is going on with you? What is this affecting? What can't you do? Mm-hmm. Like what is it that you want? Like this lady wanted to sleep. She wanted to sleep. I'm with you. I want you to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, I want what my people want. So if they come in and, like, I want to be able to walk, well, I want you to be able to walk. Absolutely. Like, there are people who come in and they can't exercise. Mm-hmm. And they want to. Right. I want them to be able to exercise. All these things so that I'll, they need to be yes. able to do on a daily basis. And... Yes, and or I can't poop. Literally, that's, those are the words that they use with me. I'm like, well, I, want, I mean, I want them to. I mean, like, being constipated, you know, as a nutritionist, it's, it's terrible. It's uncomfortable. It's Absolutely. uncomfortable for you, and it's terrible for you because it's getting And it it's makes you feel toxins. like, oh, I'm bloated. I'm holding on to weight. I've gained, it makes people think I've gained weight, and that, which is not the case. Yes. They're, they're holding on to things. They're holding on to feces. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're holding on to. That's the word. I know. I, <laughs> you you I hate it. I get so uncomfortable <laughs> talking about this. <laughs> Well, and, and I can see why, but the truth, I mean, like, I've heard it so many times yeah, now that I'm just like, I'm trying to get better. I mean, I have it. people come in like, Dr. Kim, I didn't tell you I couldn't poop, but I can poop now. I'm like, cool. Thank you. <laughs> I'm right. so, I mean, really, I mean no, it at does. this point, it's, it's like, that's great. Yeah. Go write, and here's me. Go write a Facebook review or a Google review. Go tell the whole world that you can poop now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because then that's the thing. I really do ask my people to please write a review because no one really understands what chiropractors do. Mm-hmm. There's this huge stigma that chiropractors are scary or whatever. Yeah. And, or we're just going to turn your neck and pop it. And first of all, we don't, that's, can I do that? Yes. Do I do it? Yes. Do I do it on every patient who walks in the door? Um, no. I have some 80-something-year-old patients. I'm not getting ready to up. turn their neck like that. <laughs> it's, it, it's no, it, like, it's just me. Like, I, I'm, whatever you see me doing, and you'll see, because we have open adjusting. Mm-hmm. So whatever, so there are people like Dr. Kim, they can see me, I'm like, well, they're not watching you. They're watching me, and guaranteed that is what they're watching. Mm-hmm. So people who are who are getting adjusted, they can see the other people getting adjusted, and they're watching me to see what I'm doing. And every single person gets something different mm-hmm. because I base what I'm doing on what they need, not what on not what the next person needs. Yeah, well, that it's, makes it's, sense. Yeah, well, it does. But I mean, people don't <laughs> understand. Like, like, really, it's tailored treatment for what I'm trying to do in whoever's on the table at the moment. Some of it looks the same. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it is the same, but some of it looks the same. But everybody gets their own treatment plan. Do you find that a lot of your patients, you call them patients, clients? I guess it doesn't I call them patients. It. Yeah. Do they do they af- often ask like, what were you just doing with that person? Yes. And is that what you're going to do for me? And what does it do? Or <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm like, I'll get the doctor. Kim, what were you doing to her? Um, you did something on her eyebrows. I'm like, I was adjusting her sinuses. <laughs> oh. 
sign, but it's it's good because it, is it, good. It, it actually causes people to ask questions mm-hmm. or to say, I have this going on. Like, well, I'm, I'm glad you told me, so let's fix yours too. Yeah. Or, hey, we need to look at that. You know, some things actually cause a whole new exam to I be bet. done. You can't just, I can't just start adjusting something if I haven't looked at it. I mean, again, it's like we went through this process yeah. in the beginning. Because the Nazi is to guess. I don't mm-hmm. want to guess on what you're talking about now either. Right. <laughs> like, and they probably don't know a lot of the questions to ask. So by asking one, it probably starts a, yeah. a trickle-down effect. Yes. What are some of your kind of frequently asked fun questions? Frequently asked fun questions. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to think. What are some things? Um, it, mostly they just don't. Sinus. The sinus one is the big one. That okay. is the big one. That's the biggest one I get all the time. I mean, we're in Louisiana. We have yeah. lots of things blooming all the time. It's true. So that's like the biggest one. Or I'll adjust. Um, I'll adjust somebody's wrist or hands, and somebody be like, um, my wrist has been hurting. So I'll get like, you know, I'll get questions about how can you, what do you do with that, or the ear thing. That's so funny. To me. So if anybody <laughs> sees me adjusting ear, what were you just doing, doctor? That's probably one of the biggest questions. I get. What were you doing? I'm like, I was adjusting the ears. Why? Well, because it helps their sinuses drain. What do you, oh. Okay, so what do you do with the ear? How do you adjust it? Like you it? literally, it, you'd have to, it's, it's the most, <laughs> first of all, people either love it or hate it. I hate it every time. I mean, I know how to do it. Does it hurt? It, it's, it, yeah, it hurts. Yeah, well, it depends. It depends on the person. If your ears are sensitive, yes, it's going to hurt. It's not a fun adjustment. It's not, I'm like, I don't like doing this adjustment. I wish you'd quit asking for it. Oh. <laughs> but I will do it because it's, it's a necessary, I mean, like I need, they need it. Mm-hmm. And if someone comes in and they're like, Dr. Kim, I'm like, okay. Well, I'm like, just so you know, this is a very uncomfortable adjustment for you. As because I'm pulling. Like, the, the way you move it is you uh-huh. have to pull the earlobe. Okay, so it's like a pulling and move around thing. It's not like your fingers in your I'm not, ear. I'm not sticking my fingers in anybody's ear. That would be gross. <laughs> I agree, but you know, I yeah, no, you do yeah, it. Yeah, so. but no, I get it. But no, that would be gross. That would be even worse than just pulling on it. But yeah, no, I have to pull. You have to, like, we learn how to do it in school. You have to pull on their earlobe in a certain way. And you'll kind of... So the the joint is the malleus incus and stapes by the eardrum. Okay, is what you're actually what I'm actually moving is that little tiny joint in there. Gosh, it's so interesting. It's I would it's, like to watch. It's that. pretty wild. You know, um, I'll, I'll have to have somebody who I know. I'll have to bring you in and be like, "Hey, watch this is what I'm going to do," and I'll yeah. do it because I have I have more than one person. And the thing is, is, again, I don't like doing it. It's just it's just a weird adjustment. I'm just there even as a chiropractor, I'm like, that's just a weird but I do it yeah. a lot. It because like I don't it's lot, something that's probably very it's necessary. It's very necessary. Here. It's one of those things that's very necessary. But so especially here. Yeah. And if it hey, if it helps them get over their ear infection or whatever's going on, I have no issue with pulling on their ears. It's just a So does I assume it works the same way for kids? Mm-hmm. I know. Like babies and kids get ear infections mm-hmm. often. It's a a little different a little different on kids, but yeah, they do get ear infections. On kids, it's usually an atlas problem, so it's like the top bone of the neck. It's usually more that than it is their actual ears. A bone problem? Yeah, like in their neck, like mm-hmm. a little atlas. So you like, adjust the mm-hmm. so okay. you adjust their neck and their ear. Kids, I'm not I'm not big on pulling on little kids' ears, but mm-hmm. I will adjust their neck to help them. Okay. So it's usually a neck thing, not an ear thing with kids. Yeah. Do you find that you have a specific clientele here? I yeah, I have a lot of women. Okay. Um, I have a lot of, I have, I have several men, but I have, a, I mean, I'm a female. Yeah. So I have a lot of women. Makes sense. Um, and I do, I'll do a lot of adjustments that a, a normal chiropractor, mm-hmm. maybe because, you know, it's a very male dominated field. Most mm-hmm. women don't want male, men around their like tailbones and pubic bones, but they're okay with me doing it because I'm a woman. Yeah. And, and you need that. It's part of the pelvic girdle and. It's true. So I'll adjust that and I'll do all kinds of, you know, I'll do all kinds of different things, but yeah. More women than men. And, I mean, like I said, I have an 80-something-year-old patient, mm-hmm. and she's fine. 
<laughs> so it's not it's not even an age. I mean, I've got like a little boy. He's uh, he'll come in and be like, Doctor Tim, Doctor Tim. He can't even he can't even say cage yet. He's like less. He's just turning two, and he so loves cute. getting it adjusted. So it's not even a it's not an age thing in here. It's more of like who do you, who who needs me? Yeah. So it sounds like you have a really good like connection with a lot of your patients. So mm-hmm. they seem almost like regulars. So how often um, does somebody generally come in to get adjusted, or how often should they? Well, so when you first start coming, you're going to come, and that's kind of like across the board in a chiropractor's office. Most of the time you first start coming, you're going to come more often. Mm-hmm. And then as we taper off, most of them like come back and see me whenever you're hurting again. Me, I'm like, why don't you go ahead and keep getting adjusted so that way you don't start hurting again. Mm-hmm. So just keep your spine aligned. So in the beginning, I'll probably see, it uh, depends on the person, depends on what's going on with them, probably a couple times a week, two okay. to three if they've got something major. A couple times a week if it's, you know, needs to be fixed, but not, maybe not as major as a car accident. Gotcha. Car accidents, I'm probably going to see you more often because there's a whole bunch of other stuff involved. Yeah, I bet. Um, And then after anywhere between two to three months. Okay. You know, like I see people for about eight weeks Mm -hmm. at the two times a week. That's usually the max I'm going to see you. And then after that, we're going to drop it down usually once a week. And really and truthfully, I still get adjusted two times a week. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, so that's, that's how important I think it is. Um, I tell my people like, listen, I really think if, if I could tell all of you to do it, do it two times a week, but you're mm-hmm. not going to, I right. get that. Well, and I can so, see people thinking, well, two times a week, that's a lot of money. Like, yeah, you know, how do you overcome that? What's kind of an average pricing, you know, across the board, across the U.S. for chiropractic care? You know, I'm going to say, I don't know the average pricing uh, in, in this area. It's about what we charge. It's around, it's around $40. A visit, mm-hmm. okay, and um, for for wellness care, mm-hmm. um, that's about normal in this area. Plus, but if they start adding anything else, mm-hmm. you know, but we have we actually have wellness plans in our office. But um, you're not going to come see me twice a week. No <laughs> one's that committed. Okay, I, I understand that most people come see me at least once a week mm-hmm. and do for long periods because they understand like seven to ten days is when we start atrophying. They've done research, so seven to ten days we start going backwards. Mm-hmm. And you, we know this from like working out. Oh, yeah. you, you know this yeah. when you work from working out. So seven to ten days is the length of time you need to wait until you start making sure that you're back in the gym, getting adjusted. You, you can't wait more than that or you start going the opposite direction. Yep. So really, truthfully, I say like at the very minimum, come see me twice a month. Okay. So at least twice a month. But really, truthfully, I mean, in my mind, I'm like, I know that that's not enough, but, it, it, but stay adjusted. Right. And I tell my people, like, I'm t- I tell them. I'm telling you, I know it's not enough, but stay adjusted. Right. So to pick that 10, stretch it to that 10-day mark and come twice. Um, you can do that. You mm-hmm. can stretch it to the 10-day mark and come twice a month. But you're still stretching it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can see that. I keep telling and they you know. in here, too. <laughs> and they know. That's the thing. Like, people know. Like, once you start getting adjusted and you're really starting to, mm-hmm. and you know, like, if you start eating right, people yep. know whenever they do something that, they're, that they shouldn't have. So people, like... Okay, Dr. Cam, you were gone for a week. Mm-hmm. That was too long for you to be gone. I mean, I know you <laughs> needed a vacation. Like, literally, I just went on vacation. I know you needed a yeah. vacation, but oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're back. I mean, everybody's like, always happy to see me. I'm like, this is why I tell you to come see me once a week. Because you know. Uh-huh. Like, you'll yeah, start well, feeling like a, something. When a, even when a, pay, like a client of mine goes on vacation for a week, and I know they didn't do anything while they were gone, and then they come back, and they're not be able to lift as heavy weights, or they're not, you know, they're super, super sore the day after they first come back. And I'm like... We should have gotten you doing something while you were on vacation. <laughs> should, yeah, like really do something while you're on vacation. And how about this? And you know this as well as I do. <laughs> have you had the people like they go on vacation or they went to their church function and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sore. And you're like, well, remember that vacation or that church function you went to? Did you have any sugar while you were gone? 
Mm. Like maybe a cookie or some brownies or dessert or something. Did you eat in a way that you don't? I literally was talking to a client yesterday, and she has really made some great strides in adjustment, mostly by moving out of her parents' house and learning how to purchase her own groceries. She said she was staying with her parents for the week, and she started eating her mom's food again. And, you know, like nothing against her mother, but she was like, I feel terrible. I have to, I had to go out to the store and buy my own stuff. And I was like, well, that's what you get for adding sugar instead of your, you know, almond milk to coffee. Like, but, but, but we talked about it, you know, it's, it was a learning experience. It was like, I'm glad you did that. I'm glad you felt that way because now you understand really the repercussions of, you know, switching back and forth so frequently, mm-hmm. you know, use, use it, that additional sugar sparingly, you know. But like, I mean, people get super inflamed yeah. and they don't put it together. That and, you, and I know that you see this, that's why I'm saying that. Like they don't understand or see, really truthfully, sugar is eight times more addictive than cocaine. Mm-hmm. And it will cause an inflammatory response in your body and you will hurt and be more sore, especially you're going to really notice it if you haven't been doing them. Yes. If you have been like being really diligent and making sure you're doing what you're supposed mm-hmm. to, and then you go eat yeah, something, you go, like, you're going to notice. Your old ways for a you're day, really like, going to notice oh, it. Yeah. So when you start getting adjusted, it's the same kind of process. Like you're going to mm-hmm. get adjusted, you start feeling better, and then if you miss it, you notice what's missing. Mm-hmm. It's like when you go to the gym, you start working out. You know whenever you haven't been doing. Yep. Keeping yourself healthy. Definitely. Because you've been being healthy, you know what you know what non health looks like. Definitely so I'm trying to get people yeah. to go towards health yes. so then they know what non-health looks like mm-hmm. and they want to stay healthy because they feel good. Definitely. And they can do the things that they want to do with their life. I love that. So a lot of kind of where I'm gearing my channel towards and just all of my social media is like, we're all so busy, right? Mm-hmm. We're all on the go all the time. How do we maintain our health and our fitness while we are constantly so busy or out of town? So what do you recommend for your clients when they do go out of town and they're, you know, it's more than a couple of days, what what do you recommend for them to do to stay on top of their chiropractic health care? Well, it's very difficult to stay on top of your chiropractic health care whenever you're out of town. So for I real, <laughs> for real, if um if they're going somewhere and they're going to be gone for an extended period, I'll ask them where are you going and let me see if I know a chiropractor in that area. So maybe if you if you really get to the point where you just can't take it, mm-hmm. go see them. But it's so important to get consistent chiropractic care. And by consistent, I mean like go see the same chiropractor or at least one with the same intention. So mm-hmm. Dr. Jason, my partner, I have the same intention. You ask about that. Right. The intention's the same. But it makes such a huge difference as far as like health goes. So I'm not like big on like go over here and see this guy or go over here and see this. I'm, I'm real big on consistency. Mm-hmm. Consistent food, consistent chiropractic care, consistent go to the gym, you know, eat right, be consistent. Drink plenty, drink your water, be Isn't consistent. Isn't that like the simplest thing, drink more water? Drink more water. So while you're on vacation as far as chiropractic, um, try to be mindful of what you're doing mm-hmm. and make, you know, use good postural, like bend with your knees, not with your back. I mean, just real basic stuff. Go stand on the wall in a squat position to, you know, stay strong. Mm-hmm. Drink water, use the stairs instead of the elevator. Like continue to do the things that, you know, it's the same things you would tell your people. Oh yeah. But it's, but it's nice to hear that it comes from not just the personal trainer, not just the nutrition consultant. Like it's coming from all sides of the industry. You yeah. Know, you have so to, many angles. And, and then listen, you don't have to have dessert just because you're on vacation. <laughs> you don't? No, you oh. don't. Isn't that shocking? Yeah, like, I literally just went on vacation. <laughs> I was at the, the San Diego Zoo, and I had a salad. You can Amazing. actually have a salad. Most people probably just don't even recognize that that's on menus. Yeah, like you can have it. Listen, I went to a restaurant here in Shreveport yesterday. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I had been there on Saturday. Just Like I said, this is the first time I've been there. 
I don't even know how I ended up there twice within a, like a few <laughs> days because that doesn't normally happen. But um, I went on Saturday. I had a salad. Now, this is not something that you may find on their menu. I didn't realize that. But on a Monday, when I, or yesterday, Tuesday, mm-hmm. when I went in there, they did not have salad on the menu. I'm like, who doesn't have salad? On the menu, That's like in a restaurant, like, it, like a sit-down restaurant, there's no salad. Yeah, that is so interesting. So I, I told the guy, I said, listen, I had salad here Saturday. I know you can make me one. So there are menu changes. Yeah, like they had a different to, menu. Yeah, they have a different menu. That's on the week. Yeah. super interesting. So, yes. Yeah, you usually would think they would have yeah, a salad. Yeah, so I'm like, I would like a salad. Now, listen, I didn't think I liked salad. And I, for a long time, I told myself I didn't like salad. Uh-huh. Instead of, start, instead of starting, so I started making the habits of someone who likes salad. And I realized that actually I like salad. I just don't like bad salad. Oh, so what's okay? So what's the difference for you between a good salad and a bad salad? So uh, for one thing, nice mixed greens uh-huh. that makes a nice salad. Even yeah. some spinach, maybe some arugula or whatever. You're gonna have like the you know the red lettuce. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have this base salad. So not just like straight iceberg lettuce. Well, any, even if you have like a Caesar salad, as long as it's like romaine or whatever. But no, I'm not an iceberg lettuce. But even romaine can be bad salad if they give you that rind, is what I call it. Ah, uh, okay, makes I see a bad what you're salad. saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And I always get my always get dressing on the side because it's I don't want it drenched. Good. Yes. Well, most of the time I went to a steak restaurant maybe a month or so ago. They gave me a four ounce cup of dressing. You need like one to two ounces. That's a serving size. Four ounces yeah. or more. Oh my God, you're asking for you're asking for salad with your dressing, not dressing with your right? salad. <laughs> it's so funny because the restaurant I was at, they brought me this like saucer like bowl thing and I was like that's enough for a table I was like yeah. he was like I hope that's enough drinks I'm like that's a like so that's a bottle yes like that was a bottle of dressing you just brought me that wasn't like like no this is really so wow. much dressing so anyway, yeah don't yeah. drench yourself like so <laughs> it doesn't taste good anyway so anyway some nice grilled grilled shrimp or grilled chicken mm-hmm. you know maybe some eggs like I like yeah like hard boiled eggs like hard boiled eggs in uh-huh. there so maybe some avocado I like avocado in mine mm, sounds so good Yes, maybe some cherry tomatoes. I'm kind of like... But anyway, yeah. Basically, the greens part is what makes it a good or bad salad, in my opinion. Okay. Like, whatever the... Like, if they give me some nasty rind, yellow pieces of... Send it back. <laughs> like, I... This is like... If, if half my salad is not something I want to eat, that's a bad salad. But it's just like anything else you do. Like, there are yeah. good chiropractors and there are bad chiropractors. There's a good steak and there's a bad steak. I mean, what is the... Like, anyway, my mind was I didn't like salad. Mm-hmm. Because I've had plenty of bad salads, but then I started eating salad on a regular basis. I'm like, really? The difference you found some variety. Yeah, I actually like salad. Good. I just don't like bad lettuce. (laughs) At least you know. Bad greens. Yes. Yes. No, that's cool, and it's so true. A lot of us get in this mindset when we go out of town on vacation that. I'm on vacation, like, there's nothing I can do. Like, I, it's inevitable that I'm going to eat lots of dessert and unhealthy foods. When in reality, restaurants are starting to pick up on the fact that we want these vegan and vegetarian and higher protein and leaner protein options, and they're there. So now we have to change the mindset and shift that to say, oh, I could have, we could split a dessert between the whole family. We don't all have to have a dessert. Like, just because we're out on vacation doesn't mean I have to get the special on the menu. I can still order grilled chicken and veggies, and and it's still going to be really good. But it's it's a mindset shift, and I'm sure it's the same way with, you know, your chiropractic care is you have to have that mindset shift of this is part of my lifestyle that I need to maintain my overall health. Yes. It really, it, it's just part of it. To me, it's a lifestyle, and it has been for, let's see, I guess, let's see, I started school in 2009, so 
And I wasn't a chiropractic patient before people. I just want you to understand. Like, I was not a chiropractor. I didn't come from a chiropractic family. Mm-hmm. Um, I was 38 years old when I graduated from chiropractic school. So I already had 38-year-old habits. So you can break 38-year-old habits. You can break 38-year-old habits. That's now, it's so not powerful. like overnight. No, it never is. But you can break 38-year-old habits mm-hmm. and start doing the things that you should do for your life. I mean, I want to live to be old, 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 like, you know, over 100 old. That would be like, awesome. <laughs> I mean, I really do want to live to be that old. Yes. And so, but you want to do that with quality, right? Like your vision. If you want to live to be over 100, you need to have a quality. You need to have a vision that you have quality of life. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Right. What do people who have quality of life, what does that look like? You have to develop the habits of that person to be that old. It's a good question. So let's all ask ourselves right now, what does that look like for us? What is that quality of life we want? And that's how, you know, by defining that point B, that's how we're going to figure out how to get from where we are right now to that point B. But if we never define it, we're not going to get there. Right. So I want to be respectful of your time. So we're going to, and that's my alarm to let me know that we're running short. (laughs) Um, So real quick, what's exciting, you know, moving forward in your business and where can people find you, follow you and connect with you? What's exciting about, well, really truthfully, um, Every day is something new. So that's the thing about being a chiropractor. Every day someone comes in with something new. So it's always exciting. So it's always exciting. I love being a chiropractor. I really do love what I do. Um, and I lo- we have some. We have new programs actually going on. Obviously we have um, oh, okay. gut health happening. So we're actually doing some gut health stuff. So seal, and, seal and heal that leaky gut. We've got that happening. Ooh, that's awesome. So um, if you're worried about that. Neuropathy and fibromyalgia, they're coming. So we're doing mm. some extra stuff. We have some extra things coming in for that. Okay. Um, you can find me, um, well... Allthewayhealth.com. That's our website. Okay. And then All the Way Health with Dr. Kim is our Facebook. Awesome. And then I think All the Way Chiropractic on Google. We're, okay. You know, we're doing all those things. So. Okay. And it's so where can they, they can go to the website to get more information about these, you know, the leaky gut program and things like that? Or where Probably can they? Gonna need, they're going to have to come to the office for that. Come to the office. Come okay. to the office for that. Make a call and make an appointment. That's the best way to get that because we have videos and stuff like that. It's not, yeah. and that's like, how, tell me about it. I'm like, you, you really just need to come yeah. watch and Okay. You know, make make a little time and come and watch the video and see if that's something that you think that you want to do. Because it, it's not like it's an overnight fix, and it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's simple, but it's not easy. Right? Oh, that's the case. Um, beautiful. And I, ladies and gentlemen, I will have all of this information linked down in the show notes below. So if you don't need to remember it, just go take a look at the show notes below. <laughs> all right. Last but not least, can you bring together kind of your three overall tips for fitness, health, and wellness from a chiropractic perspective for our listeners today? It can be things that you've already talked about, things that you haven't touched on, just three quick tips that they can take with them. Three quick. Okay. First of all, find a good chiropractor. Okay. Like wherever you live, find a good chiropractor. Just find one. Get adjusted. Okay. Like, get adjusted. That's important. But then, again, do all the things. Like, it's not about, it's not, I'm not just a chiropractor. You have to do the things. Mm -hmm. So, drink more water. As crazy as that may sound, drink more water. So, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Drink more water. Get adjusted. And uh, go find something that you love to do and make that part of your daily thing. Whether it just be dance. I don't care if you just dance it. I mean, I remember I was a kid, you just, I just danced in my bedroom. That it's movement. Move. It's exercise. Just move. Yeah. Come see you to get some, get like for real. I, for, <laughs> right? for real. People need to call you and come and see you and get on a plan. I and agree. It, just <laughs> plan, make a plan to be successful with your health and just do one bite at a time. Love that. One bite at a time. Well, Dr. Kim, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and 
we'll have to have you back on so that we can <laughs> chat more in depth about more things. Um, All right. But ladies and gentlemen, if you loved this episode, please share it with a friend. Make sure you're subscribed so that you don't miss any more episodes. We have two episodes a week, Wednesday and Sunday. And um, the best way to help us out and to make sure that this message gets spread is to head on over to iTunes and leave us an honest rating and review. And then take a screenshot of this episode. Tag us on Instagram. I'm at Danny Phillips, D-A-N-Y-E-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S. And are you on Instagram? I am. Don't ask me what it is, though. I think it's awesome. That's terrible. I am on Instagram. I'll link it in the show notes below. (laughs) Awesome. Well, y'all, thank you so much for listening. I love you, and we will talk to you soon. Have a good one. Bye. so much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast if you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message this podcast is available via itunes soundcloud and anchor which shares to a multitude of other platforms so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most And if you really, truly do enjoy this content, then please do me another favor and go over to iTunes. Give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review, and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible. So thank you in advance for that. Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.